Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I'll be your host this hour as we listen to some 78 RPM records from my collection. It's music from the first half of the 20th century. We're going to start today with a record on the little Cameo label, number 683, recorded in New York in the fall of 1924. This is Bob Herring and his orchestra, and they're playing an instrumental rendition of a tune by Kalmar and Ruby. It's called Doing the Town. Herring and his orchestra, welcoming you to this edition of the Shellac Stack, and I welcome you too. My name is Brian Wright, and I'm very glad you could tune in and join me today as we listen to some 78 RPM records. I have a very nice variety for you on today's program, I think. We opened with a selection called Doing the Town, and that will set the stage for what I have in mind on today's program. Here in the United States, it's the middle of summer, the time of year when so many of us get in our cars and hit the open road for vacation, 
So I thought we'd do something similar on today's Shellac Stack program and visit 14 American cities and towns, at least in song, and tell you a little bit about each one as we go from location to location. So to give you an idea of how this is going to work, we'll start in New England in Boston, a record by Jimmy Dorsey and his orchestra made, well, out in Los Angeles in July of 1936, but we won't hold that against them. The song is called The Boston Tea Party. It was composed by Frank Ryerson. The vocalists are Don Madison, Rock Hillman, Bobby Byrne, and Toots Camerata. And a little bit of trivia about Boston. Fig Newtons are named for the Boston suburb of Newton, Massachusetts. Did you know that? Give you the latest lowdown About a score of fellas who went on the spree There were twenty men, hardy-looking Yankees Dressed in feathers the Indian way They were out to show coming generations How to throw a party up in Boston Bay Now on that boat there was a lot of tea And in spite of all the stories you read about They also had ten little bottles What they did with them, nothing's been said about and they threw the stuff deep into the ocean And a lot of it sure was key Those colonials really had a notion How to throw a party that made history
brown wooden stove On a summer's evening We formed a merry While Tony played the organ on the sidewalks of New York East side, west side, all around the town The tots sang ring a rosy London bridges falling down Boys and girls together Me and Mamie O'Rourke Trip the light fantastic On the sidewalks of New York
We open that set with Jimmy Dorsey and his orchestra, the Boston Tea Party, recorded back in 1936 for Decca Records. After that, we headed south with Dick Robertson and his orchestra to the sidewalks of New York, east side, west side, all around the town. That was Decca 1436, made in New York in August of 1937. Little trivia about New York City for you, it's a misdemeanor to fart in a church in New York City. Yes, of all the thousands of trivia tidbits I could have offered, I chose that one. <laughs> what good taste I have. After that, it was Claude Bowling and his orchestra recorded in Paris in 1949. They took us to Washington, D.C. with a Duke Ellington selection called The Washington Wobble. That was on the Pacific label, Preston, France, number 2341. Fun fact about Washington, D.C., George Washington never lived there. The White House was built a year after he died. Well, from Washington, D.C., we'll head south to Charleston, South Carolina, with Bruce Gray's All-Star Jasmine, a recording made in Adelaide, Australia, in 1951. Charleston was the first permanent English settlement in the South, and it also boasted the first theater, golf club, and museum in the English-American colonies. After Charleston, we'll head further south still, all the way to Miami, Florida, with George Olson and his music. They'll give us a tune called Miami. Fran Fry, Bob Rice, Jack Fulton will make up the vocal trio. Miami was recorded in New York City on December 1st, 1925. First up, though, here's Bruce Gray's all-star jasmine, Charleston.
my, my, my Miami, take your, take your sunny to your, to your sunny climb. Miami, my, my, my Miami, tell my, tell my honey, I'll be, I'll be there on time. Sunlight am a shining on the sea, soon it will be shining down on me. That song, Miami, comes from the 1925 Broadway musical Big Boy, which starred Al Jolson in a blackface role, playing an African-American jockey who rode a horse, Big Boy, to victory in the Kentucky Derby. In 1930, it was made into a film, but I'm not sure if the song made the transition into the movie version. Before that, we heard Bruce Gray's All-Star Jasmine in 1951. Bruce Gray and Bill Monroe were the vocalists on Charleston, written by James P. Johnson, and Cecil Mack. My name is Brian Wright. This is the Shellac Stack. We're taking a virtual tour of 14 cities and towns across the United States on today's program. And up next, we're going to make the 860-mile leap from Miami to New Orleans in just a matter of moments to hear the New Orleans Shuffle, played by the Halfway House Dance Orchestra, directed by Albert Brunis, This was recorded for Columbia in New Orleans at the Hotel Roosevelt on September 25th, 1925. And just in case you were wondering, New Orleans was home to the world's first for-profit movie theater, Vitascope Hall.
open that set in New Orleans with the Halfway House Dance Orchestra, a Columbia record of New Orleans Shuffle. And then we headed up the river to Memphis for a selection by the Carson Robison Trio called Woman Down in Memphis. Kind of a scary thing, that. Carson Robison gets composer credit on that perfect record, number 12585. Kind of rough condition, but not too bad. That was from December 24th, 1929. Interestingly, Volney, the roaring lion at the beginning of those MGM movies, lived at the Memphis Zoo until his death in 1944. After Memphis, we headed over to Little Rock, Arkansas. Not a very long trip, just about two and a half hours by car. It's about 130 miles. And we heard Little Rock Getaway, which had been composed by Joe Sullivan, originally as a piano piece, but we heard it played by Les Paul, a Capitol record, number 1316, from about 1950. And in Little Rock, you'll find the Arkansas State Capitol, which was modeled so closely on the U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C., that it has been used in several films as a stand-in for the real thing. How about that? Well, we're going to head up to Louisville, Kentucky now with Arthur Gibbs and his gang. This record is called Louisville Lou. It was recorded for the Victor label in 1923. The song is by Milton Ager. And Louisville, you may not know this, is the world's disco ball capital. More than 90% of the world's disco balls are produced in Louisville, Kentucky by National Products, which has been in business for over 50 years. Here's Arthur Gibbs and his gang.
probably recognize that song, Chicago, played by Coleman Hawkins and his orchestra. My copy of that was pressed up here in the States on the Decca label, number 661, but it was recorded over in Laren, Holland, on August 26, 1935. And what fun fact have I dug up about Chicago? Well, Jimmy Dewar, manager at the Hostess Factory there, created the Twinkie in Chicago in 1930. Rumor has it he named it after seeing an advertisement for Twinkle Toe Shoes. <laughs> the Twinkie was originally filled with banana cream, but it was replaced by vanilla during World War II when bananas became scarce. Not too long ago, I found Twinkie ice cream in my grocery store's freezer section, and curiosity got the better of me. I just had to try it. Not so good. <laughs> I see they've since discontinued it, and I think that's just as well. <laughs> well, before Chicago, we heard Louisville Lou played by Arthur Gibbs and his gang, a Victor record made in New York in April of 1923, and Louisville Lou was composed by Milton Ager. Well, from Chicago, we'll head to Kansas City. In fact, Destination KC is the title of this next selection, played by the Kansas City 7. It's keynote record number 1303, a big 12-inch record made in March of 1944. Early architects of Kansas City wanted to create an urban landscape with more boulevards than Paris and more fountains than Rome, and they came pretty close. Today, the city has 200 fountains, but they didn't quite match Rome. In all the world, only Rome has more fountains. <laughs> so here's the Kansas City 7, Destination KC. <laughs> Thank you. 
like to invite you on a little train ride now back to an old hometown of mine a little place called parsons kansas it's a little town about 100 miles south of kansas city on the kitty line that's the mkmt missouri kansas and texas of course we ain't got time to tell you about texas but gonna try and show you how those locomotives sound when they're coming out of the yard in Kansas City on the Katy line. Michigan to Mexico Parsons is by far the best You talk of heaven here below My little hometown on the Katy Ain't got so far to go Let's go back Clancy Hayes singing with Bob Scobie's Frisco Band in 1955, one of the latest Good Time Jazz 78s in my collection. It's Good Time Jazz number 95. That was the Parsons, Kansas Blues. Parsons, Kansas, incidentally, is home to Duane's photo, which on December 30th, 2010, became the last processor of K-14 Kodachrome film in the world. It's also the location where the final picture of the final roll of Kodachrome film produced was taken. Before Parsons' Kansas Blues, we heard the Kansas City Seven, made up of members of, I think, Count Basie's orchestra. We heard Buck Clayton on trumpet. Prince Charming played piano, according to the label. I think that was Count Basie. Lester Young, tenor sax, Joe Jones, drums, Dickie Wells, trombone, 
Freddie Green guitar and Rodney Richardson played bass from March 22nd, 1944. Keynote record number 1303. We have time for a couple more selections on today's Shellac Stack program where we're touring the United States in song. I hope you're enjoying the program. If you'd like to drop me a note, my email is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. If you're on the road yourself on vacation and want to send me a postcard from the place you're visiting, (laughs) you can do that. My address is P.O. Box 3081 Lynchburg, Virginia 24503. Okay, from Parsons, Kansas, we'll head to the city that had the first air-conditioned high-rise building back in 1928 when the Milam Building in downtown San Antonio became the first to have air conditioning. This is San Antonio Rose, played by Johnny Maddox and the Rhythm Masters, a dot record, number 15001. The tune was composed by Bob Wills.
have a record made in London in April of 1925, but sold by a record shop on the Champs-Élysées in Paris, according to a sticker on the label, about the city of San Francisco. Indeed, that record was called San Francisco, played by Stan Greening and the Hanan dance band. It's Columbia 3656. And in case you were wondering, since 1902, you have not been allowed to bury your dead within the city limits of San Francisco. For space reasons, they restricted that more than a century ago. Before that, Johnny Maddox and the Rhythm Masters gave us San Antonio Rose from 1951. And that's about going to wrap up our little tour of 14 U.S. cities. I hope you enjoyed the program. I hope you enjoyed the music and little tidbits along the way. I had fun, and I hope we'll see you back here next time for more 78 RPM records on the shellac stack. In the meantime, safe travels if you're out and about. And until next time, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you.